Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sips and Tips, the podcast where we're going to take you step by step through mixing up a cocktail, and then we're going to sit back and tackle uh, a problem from one of our listeners. Each week, we'll try to theme a drink based on the problem we're tackling. We do stress try. Sometimes we just pick a drink because it sounds good, or it's interesting, or it's something we wanted to try. Perfect. Yep. For those of you who've been here before, welcome back. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. We're glad to have you here. Uh, my name is Kitch. And I'm Andrea. And this week we're mixing up a classic Gimlet. Okay, so the Gimlet is a drink that I've never had. But I, haven't I always thought it sounded fantastic because I love anything lime flavored. And uh, this drink is a gin-based drink that is basically just gin mm-hmm. and lime. Mm-hmm. So to me, it sounded fantastic. And I've never really been a drink, gin drinker, but I had that one at, uh, where were we that night? And I had the gin drink. It was really good. No, oh, I'm not sure, but I believe you. Glad you remember. <laughs> I believe you. So <clears throat> I hadn't ever actually even heard of a gimlet because I wasn't a gin drinker until we watched Mad Men. Yeah. And uh, it was a, a classic Mad Men drink. It seemed like that's what all the ladies on the show were drinking. Not that I'm a lady because I want to try it, but I was curious. <laughs> So, again, this is uh, very simple. Three ounces of gin, and for that, they did recommend a uh, London Dry, so we're using Tanqueray, and uh, we're using Rose's Lime Cordial. And uh, I thought I would look into, while we're doing up the mixing, I'd look into some of the history of uh, both the Gimlet and Rose's Lime Cordial. I had no idea that this stuff has been around almost as long as me. <laughs> <laughs> it was patented in 1867, so this stuff has been around for a long time. And based on the label, this one's been on the shelf yes. since shortly it's after. It's never it changed. Patented. I've no, seen I, that. I've seen that in the stores forever, and it's never changed. Oh, I'm going to lose count. Hang on, what am I? Five. It's. Uh, I have no idea where you are. Um, but yeah, so roses, lime cordial. It's a lot like the uh, grenadine. Uh, the grenadine. Same it, looking. Same looking bottle and everything like that. Uh, and it's been around for a very long time. The gimlet itself first appeared on British naval ships during the 19th century uh, after it was discovered that consuming citrus juices would prevent scurvy, mm. uh, a painful disease brought on by vitamin C deficiency. Lime juice became a required ration for sailors. The, it smells good. It does smell good. The newly patented Rose's Lime Cordial, so this took place right after uh, 1867, was the best way to take lime juice to sea because it was preserved thanks to all the sugar. Sorry. Get, getting a little ice? <laughs> There's a big chunk that I can't. <laughs> so before long, the lime cordial was mixed with gin and the gimlet was born. Um, now there's two theories as to how it got its name. One, uh, in the first theory, it was named after the gimlet, which was a tool used for drilling holes, which was used to open liquor barrels on ships. The other theory, and the most popular one when I was doing some Googling, was that the uh, a doctor by the name of Thomas Gimlet was the inventor of the drink. And um, that, like I said, seems to be the most common theory, doing some, some uh, research online. And all of those facts, actually, I stole from the moodymixologist.com. So, and that's a pretty cool website, too. So if you want to check it out, moodymixologist.com. Oof. 
It looks yummy. So, again, three ounces. It's like medicine. Anti-scurvy medicine. There you go. Three ounces. Uh, London Dry Gin or Tanqueray and uh, one ounce of Lime Cordial. We doubled it because we're pouring two. And uh, we're going to give this a try and see what the classic Gimlet is, uh, how it does for us. Oh. It's actually not bad. It could use a little more lime. And maybe a... Maybe a lime wedge. That's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I could use a lime wedge. Some little bit of fresh lime in there. Now, when I was looking for gimlet recipes, this was the most basic. There are some on online that you can uh, you can use um, simple sh- simple syrup. I almost said simple sugar. Simple syrup with. There are vodka gimlets. There are many many twists on the classic gimlet. But uh, sure, we're gonna add a couple of drops of uh, actual lime juice to this and see how it fares. But uh, I like it. I could see that being... This is a another one of those summer drinks. Definitely. Yeah. Although, like, that is dangerous. It does not... You don't... Like, that's even better than vodka to not be able to really taste the alcohol. Yeah, I agree. It's pretty good. And the, uh, the other thing I meant to mention as well is that they recommend mm-hmm. mixing this either into a coupe or a old or an old-fashioned glass, and a coupe is just a form of a margarita glass, or vice versa. I think the margarita glass is a form of the coupe-style glass. So, coupe or coupe? There's no accent, so I think it's a coupe. No idea. A coupe de ville. It's good. Oh dear, it's going to be. Uh... Mm-hmm. That's very tasty. Now, this mm-hmm. drink wasn't themed at all towards the uh, the issue we're going to tackle today, but. Uh, I'm glad we chose it. It's uh, it's a tasty. We have one. to do many more gin drinks. Yes, we're gonna uh, we're gonna start sampling a few more. And gin it, supposedly, gin is the lowest calorie booze you can find. It absolutely is. We according definitely need to drink when, some more gin drinks. When we were looking at uh, doing some drink recipes, yeah. I checked into that, and it is the lowest calorie. The I don't want to say the healthiest because that's well, it actually has health benefits as well, anti scurvy or not, but with your lime. Gin itself, with what's in it, is it juniper? Uh, it's in gin or something yes, like that. It so. has some kind of health benefits as well. So huh. actually, gin is your go-to drink. Oh wow! Yeah, it should be. So yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I, I you like heard it, it I, here first. I cannot folks. believe that I haven't drank gin all my life. Yeah, it's good. I like it. I like it's it. Pretty good. Okay, so uh, that's the classic gimlet. With uh, three ounces of Tanqueray and one ounce of Rose's Lime Cordial. And uh, we're going to turn this around, grab our listener email, and um, chat through a problem. Anything to add about the gimlet? I highly recommend. (laughs) I can tell. It's another go-to. And it's easier to mix than my last go-to, so... Yes, it is much easier. <laughs> this is something you could do on the fly, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, Didn't take much. All right. We'll be back momentarily uh, once we get this cleaned up and we break out our listener email. Okay, we're back. We've got our gimlets, and uh, yeah, they're a little strong. 
They're very strong. I'm not going to lie. I just had another sip and whoo, mm-hmm. it's pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I could use, like I said, a little more lime in mine, I think. But I do like the gin-lime combo. It's good. So It has a different smell. I didn't really notice a different. The smell like, of gin. It's, got, it's different. Did you find it? It smells floral. Yeah. Yeah. It's a floral smelling drink. Okay, so <clears throat> our uh, listener, Laura, writes in and says, Hey, guys. So my partner of nine years has been deceitful. When we met, we both had Facebook. He got jealous and asked me to delete my account. So I did and said it's only fair if he did too. He said he did. Anyway, a few years ago, I asked a friend to look his account up and I found it still active. I confronted him about it and he said he didn't know why it was still active as he had definitely deleted it and swore he didn't know why. I believed him, and I actually said, listen, if you want Facebook, I'm absolutely fine with that, but I will also get my Facebook back as I miss contact with old friends too. He still denied it and said he didn't want social media as it causes trouble, etc. Anyway, roll on a few years, and we both agreed to get get our Facebooks back. He told me to delete any men off my Facebook and any photos that other men have liked, so I did. So it turns out, I found out that a year ago, during the time he didn't have, he said he didn't have Facebook, he had liked another woman's photo. You know, I'm not bothered about stuff like that at all, but I'm not the jealous type, and I'm not the jealous type, but because he had his Facebook secretly, and was obviously using it, even though he said he wasn't, and he also was angry about men liking my photos, as he said, it means that they're flirting, and then in that then in that situation, and to his standards, he's been deceitful. Having a secret Facebook and sly liking other women's photos, considering I'm not allowed male friends in general or on Facebook. Do you think I'm within my rights to feel hurt by this? And should I confront him? Well, yes, you should. Absolutely <laughs> yes, should. Yes, you should. <laughs> 100% you should. Um, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And... If- the problem with this is that he is, well, A, he's trying to control you, and B, he doesn't want other guys liking your Facebook pictures because that's what he does, and he knows why he's doing it. Yep. So he's obviously going to be suspicious because he's doing what he doesn't want somebody else to do with you. Yeah. It's something that um, I think is a huge red flag. I think it's perhaps, although you did say that you've been together nine years. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I'd be curious to know if there's any other little hints of uh, jealousy or controlling type behavior, but this in itself, I mean, big deal. So you've got guys on your Facebook, so you like somebody's photos. And so what if he does, but if he's lying about it and hiding it, yeah, that's the problem. Not so much that you have guys on your Facebook or if he has girls on his Facebook, that's not the issue. The issue is that he's hiding it for one reason or another. And if he's hiding that, then God only knows what else he's hiding. So to me, yeah. huge red flag. Um, I would get out uh, or at least have the conversation because you need to confront him. Mm-hmm. And your feelings should be hurt because he's doing something that he told you he would never do and kept his profile even though he claimed numerous times it sounds like that he had deleted it yeah so it definitely is very suspicious to me and 
Like you shouldn't be have to do something that he says you have to do. Like getting rid of Facebook, you can you can guys can be open about your Facebook. Yeah, you guys say you can see whatever you want in my Facebook. You can you know anything like that. Have a group one. Like I I know lots of couples that just have a couple Facebook page. Yeah, do that if that's the case, and you and you both want to keep in touch with friends and just have that social media contact and things like that. You know, if that's what you as a couple decide, then there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but yeah, the fact that he's jealous and insecure and making you get off Facebook and yet doing the things that he's worried about. Yeah. There's, it's- that's, he's, he's being very deceitful and he's looking for something on there very obviously that he is worried that you're going to do too. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't worry about it if everything was on the up and up. Yeah. No, I, I think you're well within your rights to be hurt by this, as you said, and I think you have to confront him. And I'd be curious to know how it goes. So yeah, send us another message. As well. And is, is there anything else going on in terms of controlling behavior? Is this it? Yeah, or? I can almost guarantee you it doesn't stop here. You, he's, you say in one part you can't have friends. Are those just Facebook friends or it's friends a, it, in general? It says I can't have friends either on Facebook or... Oh, that's right. Right? That's right. So that's not good. So who really el- what good. else does he tell you you can and cannot do? Yeah. And I mean, as a couple, you make your own you know, rules in your relationship, how it, whatever works for you guys. Um, but it has to go both ways. And you have to be okay with that. And it shouldn't be anything controlling or because he's insecure. Definitely. You know, yeah. you just have to be honest and forthcoming, not hiding things. And he's hiding things. Yep. And that's what's... Not good. That's the red flag. Yeah. I mean, guys being insecure, probably, you know, common guys being jealous, very common. Um, but being deceitful in that way is is the red flag, to me anyway. Yeah. And... I think that that's definitely worthy of conversation, and I'd like I said, I'd like to know how it goes. Like, what so. does he do in, in the world when you ha- you go out? Like, he's he makes you take any photos that other men have liked off, even photos that were probably before you guys even met. Yeah. Um, and you know what else is he telling you you can and cannot do in the world? Yep. Are you allowed to say hello to some guy on the street, or would you? Is that going to be a big Is issue? Is that going to be a big issue? Yeah, sorry, Laura. I would, uh, I would have the conversation, and if you don't like the answer, I would consider ending the nine-year relationship and moving on. It's it's not worth wasting your time in a position like that, right? Yeah. No, definitely. All right. Well, that was pretty easy. It. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it sucks because social media and in any platform, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or whatever, when it's used for what it's meant for is great. Like I have family cross country and I put up pictures of the kids and stuff like that. And it's really the only way that they get to, everyone gets to see what's going on in my life. Yeah. But it has its major downsides, but I mean, does, there is so sure. much out there on, on the internet, on your phone or whatever. You're never going to know what he's doing. No. Could be on anything. He could be on every social media platform there is, plus dating sites. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know that. That's you're, very you're true. You're not going to know unless you join those dating sites, too, and find out. Find them. Go find them. Find them. <laughs> so. 
So, I mean, <clears throat> like, it's, it's impossible these days. I mean, I'm sure many people are pulling out their hair with a lot of the social media stuff and what their significant others are likely doing on them. But We could start an offshoot to Sips and Tips and track down... Oh, I like this. We could be like, we could be relationship police and track get, down. We have to get my sleuth friend Dana in on this. Oh, she definitely. She loves oh, really? to okay. find things on the internet. Okay. Th- then <laughs> she that's will what we find do. anything. Wonderful. <laughs> she can be our, our PI. Well, <laughs> I think it's time we uh, will start a business. If you have if you have somebody you want checked up on, just uh, shoot us a message and we'll... We'll dig into it for you. Yeah, they very well may likely have you blocked on everything. For a fee, that is. <laughs> but we can find them. My time is not free. No, we're very expensive. That's right, yes. Probably too expensive. <laughs> Probably. But somehow we have to pay for all this booze we're mixing up. So. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, okay, well, I think that's pretty straightforward. Um, we're going to uh, hit pause here for a second, refresh our drinks, and we'll be right back. Okay, we're back with listener problem number two, and this one was sent in by Marie. Marie says, hey guys, I'm back on the dating scene at the age of 52. I've met three nice gentlemen that are between the ages of 55 and 56. They're smart, funny, sweet, and appear well-centered, but they talk about themselves the entire time. Like story after story about their greatness, how they know big people, solve major problems, etc., I barely get a word in, and it's on to the next hero complex story, which is described in infinite detail. If they ask me a question, I don't even get to answer before they go into name dropping or a lengthy story of saving puppies from rain gutters, and sometimes they even tear up telling these stories. I am interested, an interested, compassionate listener, and sometimes hearing cool stories is fun, but an entire dinner length date, it's not a two-way convo. It's me being an audience, and I'm not a quiet mouse. I like to edge in or talk. One of the men took it as me being rude when I politely cut him off to talk about something else, and he pouted. So the question is, none of these men are lonely. They have family and friends, allegedly. (laughs) Are they insecure, not really interested in me as a person? How do I politely interrupt? Should I move on from these dates? Did I set a precedent of being too polite? Help. The biggest issue for me with all of this would be the name dropping. That irritates the fuck out of me. (laughs) If you can't get through a convo without trying to make yourself seem or feel more important by dropping names of people you know or have met or whatever, then, yeah, it's it's an insecurity thing. Maybe they're trying to compensate for something else, Marie. I I I feel like, Marie, you've got a type going on here. Yep. That's a good point. Um, And I feel like you got to move away from this type. Um, I'm not sure if you're looking at only like extremely successful men who are used to everybody at their beck and call and doing what they want and never really caring about what anybody else has to say or do um, that nobody else matters. Are they extremely arrogant? Um. You got to type, and you got to get away from it. Yeah, for sure. They um, they obviously have no interest whatsoever in anything you have to say, um, especially if 
when you tried to cut in or, or create a conversation yourself, if they took it as being rude, then they're, they're there for their own entertainment. Um, they like to hear themselves talk. Yeah. You just happen to be, like you said, the audience. Yeah. Um, because that's the only stage that they're welcome on is the one that you give them. So they need to, they need to tone it down and understand that they're not the be all end all of dates and you need to amp it up and say. I don't think they're going to. She's picking people. I don't know if they're all, I don't know how many dates this is. Oh, three. So three and they're all the same. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, like this sounds very narcissistic to me. Um, on a date, it should be, you know, you're trying to get back to know and somebody forth. and back yeah. and forth and you answer a question and ask a question and and go from there. I mean, for some people, I mean, maybe they need that person who doesn't ever talk and just sits and listens and those people will be who they need to date. Um, you're not one of those people. so Definitely. But I would be a very weary of people like this because... I've been reading a lot about narcissists lately. It keeps coming up in my emails for some reason, and it's very interesting. Well, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> but anyway. You're not a narcissist. <laughs> no. Um, and I, I honestly feel like, and maybe maybe that's how guys at 55 to 56 are. I'm not quite there yet, so I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe. No. This no, is you not don't think? A, No, this is not an age thing. This is them. This is their... And if you are, like your type, I'm I'm looking... I'm thinking about what these people would be like, and I'm thinking, you know, yes, it's, it's, you know, as a woman, you're probably looking for that, you know, successful person, you know, who's not, you know, a, a weirdo or a loner or something. And I mean, why they're single at 55, 56, I don't know. Um, I would look at that if they've ever been married before or if they're perpetually single. There might be a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Um, can can I speak now? You've cut me off twice. I'm starting to, say, to feel like Marie. I did. <laughs> yeah, you did. It's you, the gin. It's the yeah, oh yeah, it's the gin. <laughs> so it's all chatty. This yeah. is what you need. Get, get yourself some gin. Yeah, drink and, up, and you won't see. See, and then just yeah, you did it again. That's three times in this conversation. You've cut me off, Marie. I'm on your side. I know what it's like <laughs> to be there. So you have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I do because we had another conversation today where you wouldn't let me get a word in edgewise without cutting <laughs> oh, me off. Well, that's because we were talking about something heated. And yes, I will, I will go on and on. Not and heated on. between us, but a, a news story that that we disagreed on. But anyway, um, yeah, I would agree. I, I, you're it's the type, um, and I know that you know maybe it's it's difficult to get away from that type for you. Maybe it's stepping outside of your comfort zone, but it doesn't feel like these dates are doing much for you anyway. So give it a shot. Try. Um, the, the only other thing to do in my opinion, if you like these guys and you think there's a potential there for one of them, you need to step up and say, Hey, you know what? I'm not fucking here just to listen to you talk. (laughs) I have a voice too. I had a day today. I wouldn't mind talking about it. I have history. I know people. Do you want to hear any of that? Because if not, we can end this right now. If you do shut up and let me speak. Oh, I'd love to see that. And see how that goes. That would be fantastic. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And and again, if if they're just into it for themselves, uh, or if you've if you've been I don't know how you could have set a precedent for being too polite no. if you've only had if you've met these three guys and been out on a couple of dates with them, that's to me that would be a a longer that would take longer than what it sounds like you've been involved with these guys, but I would just 
And you never know, maybe they, maybe one out of these three are really going to like that. Assert yourself and speak up. And if they cut you off, just politely put a finger in their face and say, wait, I'm not done. And finish your conversation. And I want to know how that goes for you with a 55 to 56 year old man who only wants to listen to himself talk. I want to know. Yep. I'd be curious to know too. (laughs) How they react to that because. uh... Yeah. Well, and you never know. Maybe historically these guys have, have been involved in relationships with the wallflower type lady who doesn't well i think that's the only type of woman they could have a relationship with if this is how they are in general probably yep and And they're they're not used to being with somebody who actually likes to talk and speak her mind or be part of the conversation and you know there are polite ways to go about getting yourself in there um but at the same time, I wouldn't necessarily worry about being too polite. It's not like you've got a history with these people. You're not. It's not a ten year relationship. You're dating, and if it's not going to work for you, then don't waste your time. Nope. So, I, I like the uh, idea of actually stepping up and saying, "Hey, yeah, hey, do you want me to talk as well? Because if you don't, let's end this now." Yep. And maybe they like. Maybe they didn't realize it. Maybe it's nerves. You know what you should do is maybe it's something else. Put but. a book in your purse. And when they start talking and and talking and talking, just open it and start reading (laughs) and see what happens. Well, that's so passive aggressive. Oh, but it would be, (laughs) it would be wonderful to watch just to see the look on their face. I would love to see that. Yeah. Just to say, you know, yeah, go ahead and talk. I'm just going to finish these last seven chapters. (laughs) I don't know. That's, that would be something I'd do because it would be a smart ass move, I think. So anyway, that's what I would do, Marie. And uh, I think that, you know, step up and assert yourself or find a passive-aggressive way to go about showing your displeasure with that convert. With but do the, only do the passive-aggressive if you know that you absolutely do not want this relationship to work. Yes, because I don't see it ending well. That's a good point. <laughs> it's it's probably well. not going to end well. So, so I if would, you want, if you think that the person has some potential, then, you know, intercede in this in a polite chatty way um mm-hmm. tell them in a nice way but <laughs> you don't care then i would whip out the book yeah i like it yeah. that's a good that's that would be my plan well hopefully that helped <clears throat> i'm sure it probably didn't but <laughs> we want to hear from you uh, and see how it goes regardless so that's another episode of sips and tips remember you can find us on facebook insta you can email us at tell you for free at gmail.com i got it right this time right yeah, you didn't say tell us. T- right. And we have TikTok too. Don't forget the TikTok. The TikTok. Tell you for free. That's number four free at gmail.com. We're on the TikTok, the Insta, the Facebook. We're on all of those things. And uh, you never know, before long, we might even be doing uh, some of these drinks on YouTube. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to hear from you regardless. Send us your your comments, your compliments, your complaints. Not like we'll listen to the complaints much but no, we'll listen. we want to hear them then we'll talk about them oh that's good yeah send us awesome. your complaints I and then we'll talk about i those. love complaints because then yeah. i can rip into you yeah i agree <laughs> so let's do that send us your Complain compliments away. your questions your complaints your problems and drink recipe suggestions if you have uh, a mm. drink you want to want us to try out or we uh, we've been considering doing our own concoctions and mm-hmm. and uh, trying to find new recipes ourselves but um We'd like to hear yours too, so send us those, and uh, we will catch you next Sunday 
with another episode of Sips and Tips. This has been a three times twice podcast production.